0: Hello and welcome to the University of Spiritual Warfare and what a war we are in. It is April 6th, 2023 and what a war we're in. We're going to begin with Deuteronomy chapter 8 and the 18th verse. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and the 18th verse. I'm not even going to give a title to what I'm going to be talking about tonight. We're going to have a potpourri of different things. But the main thing is when you defy God, there will be a repercussion. There will be a response from God. He will not take it. You cannot spit in the face of God. God will just take it and do nothing about it. He will respond. Deuteronomy 8:18. 8, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee the power to get wealth. Pause right there and reflect on that for a moment. It is God that gives power, ability, the wherewithal to get wealth. That he may establish a root, his covenant which he swear unto your fathers as it is this day. To establish his what? Covenant. So in other words, when God gives wealth to a certain people, those people were following the covenant, and they are the descendants of covenanted people. But some way, somehow, the descendants, they fall away. The fathers, the grandfathers used to follow the Lord, but the children now, the modern-day children, they come now and they fall away. place. So we don't need this God anymore. And verse 19 says, and it shall be, if you do all, do at all, forget the Lord. If at all you forget the Lord, your God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them. I testify against you this day, that you shall surely perish. I swear against you to this day that you shall surely perish. I declare, I decree before you, I promise you, and I promise this against you, today, this day, you shall surely perish. You are going to perish. You're going to die. And that word perish means die and go to hell in your sins. Meaning, you have rejected me. This is what the nations have done. This is what America has done. This is where America stands today. This is where not only America, but most of the first world nations, this is where they stand today. They have completely rejected God. The Western nations have turned their backs upon God they have turned their backs upon Christianity they have turned their backs upon Jesus Christ and they're paying a dear price for low living now let me excerpt some things that I put together for you according to the IMF the share of US dollar denominated foreign exchange reserves held by many countries across the world it used to be fifty nine point eight Percent as of 2022. It's lower than that now. But in 1999, it was 72% of the world. 72% and it's down to 60, call it 60% now in 2022. Now, it's way, way down. Why? Because the international people, the countries, are continuing to switch from the U.S. dollar to other currencies for their reserves and their overseas trading and banking services. Moscow adopted the yuan, the Chinese currency, and as a reserve currency. And they are going to use the Chinese currency as a means of payment between Russia and the countries of Asia, Africa, Latin America. What happens when they bypass the American dollar? Because you see, before anything one country had to purchase from another country, they had to sell their own currencies and purchase American dollars. Nothing was traded country to country, nothing moved without an American dollar. Every country had and desire to have and keep American dollars. That's what they wanted. Now, they say, no, 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 we don't want that anymore. It's a worthless currency. So the currencies, uh, are the countries are saying, we will trade in our own currencies. China and Brazil, 150 plus billion dollars a year. They say, we don't want to buy the American dollars. We will trade. In our own currencies. We'll do our financial transactions directly. Yuan for reals, Brazilian reals, Chinese yuans. We'll do it together. The yuan already appears to dethrone the US dollar. Beijing called on the Gulf leaders to settle their gas and their oil deals with China in yuans. We are buying from you all that gas and oil. Take our currency, and what we need, we'll take your currency. Forget the American dollar, and this is what's going on. So when they bypass the use of the American dollar, what does that do? It devalues the dollar. The U.S. and China are the two top consumers of crude oil, 18.7 million barrels a day and 15.4 million barrels a day in America. Understand that when you t- look at that amount of oil being purchased on a daily basis, that's a lot. That's a tremendous amount of money. And when you trade that money and you bypass the American dollars, 18.4 billion, 18.7 million barrels of oil per day, you bypass the American dollars. You're talking about a lot of money, a great percentage of value being lost. Now, what they have done is they have consolidated this power over the financial system. America did that. America has been able to utilize the dollar, the U.S. dollar, as a geopolitical weapon in order to enforce its will on other countries, both directly and indirectly. This has been done through many years upon years upon years. And they do thro- so through actions or threats of cutting off targeted individuals, uh, companies, and even countries, whichever they choose, just like they cut off Russia recently. And when they cut Russia off, they took the foreign reserves, 600 billion dollars of Russian foreign reserves, gold, and dollars in the central banks of the European countries, all the countries of the world woke up and said, listen, if they did that to Russia, they can do it to us too. We don't have to do anything spectacular. They just get up and say, so and so, we don't like you. This is what we're going to do. You don't like it. This is what we tell you. And you have to uh, abide by what we tell you. So the countries woke up and they said, no, we will not abide by this. We are going to get our money out, so this way we cannot be losing our money. We cannot be threatened. When the countries are being threatened and blacklisted from the U.S. dollars, businesses can be lost. Businesses can lose everything. They can lose the American market. This has a significant influence, and and, and those those countries and companies can lose everything they work for just like that. Why? Because of sanctions. No country and no company wants to deal with sanctioned companies and sanctioned countries. Why? Because of the risks that are involved. The U.S. sanctions in recent years have increasingly become a means of one-sided attempt to impose America's will on third-party countries and with the intention to serve a geopolitical purpose, which is hegemony, dominance over these countries. We tell you what to do, you better do it. Washington has become obsessed with sanctions and has distributed thousands of sanctions against many nations. Why? The goal is to comprehensively isolate and impoverish many smaller countries and keep them in line. Countries such as Syria, North Korea, Iran, Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela. These are countries that have been sanctioned, and of course Russia, to the max. Cuba is an impoverished country. Venezuela is impoverished. North Korea, Syria, Iran, Nicaragua, they're impoverished. They haven't reached their peak. Why? Because they have been sanctioned. So sanction is a weapon, and the American dollar has been used as a weapon to hold countries in line and in check, to oppress these countries. Now, America will always claim it doesn't sanction food or humanitarian aid to these countries, but the sanctions are so broad and extensive that all the legitimate means of doing business with the the intended country are closed off. Companies just don't want to be bothered with doing business at all. Why? because something might open up through the cracks. This has been used to ruin many, many countries. And all the countries of the world now are saying, no, we don't want this. We want to use our own currencies and trade with another country. Let me give you an example. The African nation of Kenya are purchasing oil from Saudi Arabia. And you know how they're buying it from them? You're using Kenyan shillings and purchasing oil from Saudi Arabia. Using what? Kenyan shillings, not the U.S. dollar. And here's the good old thing, and I wrote this in several of my books. The, the, the world's economy cannot be crushed. The financial economy can be crushed. But people will find a way to trade. I'll give you ten bananas. You give me a half a dozen eggs. I'll give you two pounds of wheat or two pounds of something. You give me a piece of chicken. They will trade. They will barter. You cannot stop people trading. It's been done biblically. People used to leave Africa and they went to the Far East. They used to trade spices. And when they went back to their countries, they came back with raw materials like silks, cloth, and went back to their countries because in their countries they never had cloth. So they took spices and something expensive. They took it to the Far East and they rode on camels, the caravans of camels, 40, 50 camels, 100 camels loaded down with spices, would go along the trade routes. That's why Jerusalem was so important. It was the center of everywhere. And they would go all over to the Far East, China, India. And they would purchase uh, uh, silks and cloth in India. And then they would go back to Africa. They traded spices to cloth and uh, knives and that kind of stuff. That's how they conducted business. So you, they bartered. You cannot stop bartering. Money is just a medium of exchange. And if you eliminate money, you still cannot eliminate trading. I'll give you a chicken. Give me so many pounds of yam, potatoes, whatever. That's how trading is going to be. Give me a dozen eggs. I'll give you a loaf of bread. Something of that nature. But people will continue to trade. And this is what the nations are doing now. How much is your oil? All right, give me $1 million worth of crude oil. I'll give you $1 million worth of yams or potatoes or corn. We grow a lot of corn here, Saudi Arabia. You need corn or you need potatoes. We'll give you a million dollars of potatoes. Give us a million dollars of oil. That's what's being done today. That's the beauty of the system right now, ingenuity. People woke up. Why did they wake up? Hint, hint, the Lord God woke them up. Okay? The U.S. has ruled the world with an iron fist. The U.S., the Bible says, used to be a golden cup in the Lord's hands. And the cup in the Lord's hands was filled with the word of God the justice of God, the judgment of God. It was filled with equity. It was filled with love and kindness. America was a great nation that moved across the world and the world loved and respected America. Not so today. They've lost all that. They've become heavy-handed. They rule the world with an iron fist. Ever since 1960s, America has changed. And they are threatening to destroy anyone who questions their agenda. And in the recent years, they have become obsessed with forcing the world to do gay sex. This is the values and the interests of America. That's what Mrs. Clinton said. You've got to love LGBTQ. You've got to love the homosexual people. And if you don't, you cannot get aid from us. So they are obsessed with forcing the world to do gay sex. Men and women and, uh, should I say, men and men and women and women. Against the words of God. The Bible. Against the Bible. The, um, uh, the, The U.S. has become an unnatural perverted anal empire. Understand that this is what they have have become there was a great degradation in 12, 13, 22 December 13, 22 Joe Biden proudly signed the marriage what he called Equality Act most preachers I haven't heard a preacher I haven't seen anything I guess I'm the only one I don't know But most people have not said a thing about that, that he signed the death warrant of the United States. And he called it what? Marriage equality? When God said in the book of Genesis chapter 2, he said, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one. That's a wedding. God ordained it when he made the first man and the first woman. Adam and Eve, who performed that ceremony, God himself did. He set a template, he set a pattern. And he told them, man and woman, matrimony. It's a man and a woman becoming one. And they took it upon themselves. We're going to call this a marriage equality. Forget what God says. Forget what the Word of God says. Forget what the Bible says. We don't believe in the Bible. Two men, two women, no problem. Man and man, woman and woman, man and woman, same thing. Marriage equality. We're going to make abomination equal to what God says. So we'll call it the Marriage Equality Act. Twelve, thirteen, twenty-two was signed into law. That was the day America died. Everything coming from that day onward till today and going into the future is from a dead nation. Don't believe me? Just look at Sodom. Look at Gomorrah. Look at Admah and Zeboim. Places in the Bible that God died, destroyed with fire and flaming sulfur. Look at it. Where would that come from, by the way? It came out of heaven. He poured it down upon them. Yes. Nations have become perverted, unnatural, anal empire. They have an anal fixation and they have become reprobate. Reprobate means God has given up on them, God has given up on them, He has given them up, given up on them to uncleanness, He has given up on them to vile affections, and He has now given them over to a reprobate mind. And this is what we're seeing today. We're experiencing the repercussions of it. It's going to get rocky. It's going to be a Eurocladon. You hear what I'm telling you? The ringleader of this is America. The NATO countries, the European countries, the first world countries, the most prominent nations, Canada, Australia, all the nations of Europe—Germany, France, Belgium, Holland, Denmark, Sweden—all those countries, Japan, South Korea—they're all waving that flag. They've all become reprobate under the ringleader U.S. They've become—they've become wild, reprobate, wicked, evil, and they're reaping the repercussions of the wrath of God he is the Lord and he changes not what he did before he can and he will do again what he did in Sodom and to Sodom and Gomorrah he will do again to any and every nation that defies him again the word of the Lord stipulates that he will destroy them that come up against them and he will do it if you forget the Lord your God and walk after other gods and serve other gods, worship them, I swear to you, I testify against you this day, you shall surely perish. This is the word of the living God. Please understand, doesn't matter what people say, how people feel, that's secondary. That takes no place and no consideration in what we're talking about here. We're talking about the word of the living God. We're talking about going about in a godly manner. And when we look at things through the media, we're looking at other countries, and we see them painted in a negative light. China, Russia, India, and all the other countries, they're painted negatively. They're like parias, they're like uh, backward nations, they're like hostile nations. Of course they're hostile. They're opposed to this sodomy, they're opposed to this wickedness and this evil. So the media here will paint them in a negative derogatory form, in the worst light. Then whatever a nation has uh, uh, have become, whatever they have uh, downgraded themselves to become, that's what they reflect. They, there's nothing good that can come out of them. And the thing that surprises me, and I'm not totally surprised at it, by the way, is how they double down. They double down on their wickedness and double down on sin and stupidity. But that's what comes because you see the, the Bible says pride goes before destruction and heart is spirit before a fall. Because they are going to be destroyed, they're going to be falling, they're going into stupidity, they become delusional, they are deluded. God has sent them a spirit of strong delusion and everything they're doing, they're shooting themselves in their own foot. Cutting themselves with a million cuts so they can bleed out and die. A slow and agonizing death. And that's what's happening in America. Nothing makes sense anymore. Nothing's supposed to make sense. Men having babies, uh huh. You can be any gender you want doesn't make sense. This is what they're teaching our children. Blind is leading blind. This is what the the perversion and the corruption that's being put forth. This is what's being served on the menu. This is what's being forced down the throat of other countries. Recently, there was a president named Mussolini. He's a Ugandan president, and Uganda, you know, is an African nation. It's not a rich country. But the man had the guts to stand up, and he said, the Western nations are decadent. They're wicked. They're evil. We will not go along with your sodomite agenda. We will not. And he told them to their face, stay out of our business and stay out of our affairs. We will not go along with your agenda. You can attack us and say things about us, but we will not go with your agenda. I wish to God that all the nations of the world were as strong as this man and say no. Because you see, God is backing up a man like that. God is going to bless a man like that. Why? He didn't forget God. But the nations that forget God, woe be unto them. God said, I testify against you. I swear to you this day, I'm going to destroy you and you're going to perish. Any nation that defies God comes against God in that manner. God says, I testify against you. I swear to you, I'm going to destroy you. You shall perish. You shall go quickly down into hell. This is what we're seeing happen in America. This is what we're seeing happen in the first world nations. England, France, Germany. The European first world nations. They become reprobate. God is pouring out his wrath and his fury upon them. When we look at some other nations that they paint as evil. We look at China. China is a... CCP nation, Chinese Communist Party, it's a communist nation. China has over a little bit over 100 million Christians out of 1.4 billion people. 1.3 billion Chinese have yet to be converted and come to Christianity. The Chinese nation have not yet said yes to Jesus, but they have 100 plus million Christians. What does that mean? It means they are ripe for God to do something over there. Russia. Russia is an orthodox Christian nation. They're not the Soviet Union, which is communist and godless at one time. They have left that. They have one time as the Soviet Union, they had potatoes in the field, and they didn't even have diesel fuel to put in the tractors to reap the potatoes, and they starved. The people starved the people said, no, something is wrong. And they went back to their churches. They gave up their communist godlessness because communism under the Soviet Union fell. It broke up. When the Soviet Union broke up, it became Russia. And Russia started going back to their churches. They built big churches and they go into the churches they have a different way of worship. But the people are very orthodox, very Christian. So Christian that they put in their constitution, in the Russian constitution, nothing, they put it, they outline it, nothing can be mentioned or taught or promoted as far as homosexuality is concerned. It's in their constitution. You cannot demonstrate. You cannot have pride month. If you want to live a private life, they say we can't stop you, but you cannot promote it. It's not going to be on television. You cannot tell our children about it. Nothing of that nature. Between two consenting individuals, we, we can't tell you what to do. But in the open, never. That's Russia. Here in America, it is celebrated. And I told you several times, Congressman Jamie Raskin from uh, uh, Maryland said that Russia is an Orthodox Christian country. We must wage jihad against them. Why? Because they don't like the gays. We must wage a war against them. They're Christian and they're Orthodox. That's why we have this war going on in Ukraine. You see, people don't read. Or when they read, they'll look over because it's hidden in the open. They'll go way over it. The reason why. Not because they didn't tell you and say the reason why. No. An intelligent man is a congressman who has intelligence briefings of the uh, the congressional body. He gets the intelligence briefings. He knows. And he tells you. He outlines it. He's, he declares it. There were Christian Orthodox country, and we have to wage a jihad against it. We want to break up Christianity. The leaders of the world, the kings of the earth, and the leaders have taken counsel against God and against His anointed Jesus Christ, saying, Let's cast away their cords from us, let's crush them and destroy them. But God is saying, I testify against you this day. You have forgotten me, and you will be destroyed. You shall perish. Meanwhile, the nation is going mad. The banks are going crazy. The television media does not tell you anything while all hell is breaking loose. Like the Titanic, when the ship was hitting, they said, play it again. Play the music again. Let's keep on dancing. We're unsinkable. Nothing is going to happen. Everything is well. Till they hit the iceberg and began to sink. It was too late then. I always remember the t- Titanic, the 14th day of April. don't remember what year, but it doesn't matter. April 14th. Sinking of the Titanic. When you look on the flip side of the countries that they're uh, uh, berating, and they're talking evil about, what is China doing? China is going over to different countries. Africa, small islands. They're offering countries investments and trade, building infrastructures for raw materials. I know for sure because I've been there in Jamaica, they built a highway. It used to take hours to go from one side of the island to another side. You got a highway now to take you less than an hour and a half. Massive highway, high-speed highway. You can cut seventy miles an hour on the highway, easy. Only thing is, it's mostly downhill, so you got to be a little bit more cautious in those areas where, it's, where where you have to go down downgrade or downhill. But they build infrastructures. The Chinese gold places. They build railroads. They build deep sea ports. They built schools, they put in uh, fiber optic cables. They said, listen, we'll give you $50 million worth of fiber optic cables. You give us $50 million of uh, uh, raw materials that you have in your country. You're trading. What did the colonial rulers, England, Germany, the Dutch, the French, America, what did they do? They went and they gave them worthless paper. Then they turn around and give them worthless IMF loans and put them in debt. Borrow as a slave to the lender. They yoked them in DEBT. Took all their resources. Clause fighting. They paid them little or nothing for their resources with what? Worthless paper. The Chinese are going in and say, we're going to give you something that you can grow your economy on. We're going to put highways here. We're going to give you a railroad. We're going to build an airport. We're going to build a deep water seaport. Taking container ships. If you have infrastructure, my God, you have a dirt road to get from your city way into the inside of your country. How are you going to get your farm produce out? You need a highway. You need a railroad. 200 miles of railroad. We're going to give you two tracks. One going this way, one going this way. We'll run it inside of your country for 200 miles from one end to the other. So through the railroad and different railroad stations, you can build up the inside of your country. Transportation will be there. When the people farm and they farm corn and wheat or whatever they farm, they can get their produce to the seaport or to the towns. We'll give you a highway system. We'll give you a railroad system. We'll give you an electrical system. We'll give you fiber optic cables. We'll give you the internet. We'll put something on the internet down here. Telephone structure. We'll build that for you. They're business people. They're not going to do it for free. So infrastructure for raw materials. So when they finish giving a certain amount of raw materials, then. The infrastructure will be owned by the country, and in the interim, in the meanwhile, the country is being developed. Young people are getting jobs. Transportation is going. People can go from the city, go into the country, and they can start new cities deeper into the country. Farms. They can go out and build other roads and secondary roads on a highway. That's what they're doing there. And they talk so evil about the Chinese. The Chinese are helping, and all things being equal, for a smaller nation, choosing sides is very easy, a decision to make. We would rather have infrastructure. We'd rather have a hospital. We'd rather have some schools. We'd rather have a railroad than you give us your worthless paper. You come and you give us a job, and you pay people very little, very little. You steal virtually, you steal the raw materials. And by the time all is said and done, we have very little to show for it. We're still in a state of poverty. This has been done years after years after years under colonialism. England, Germany, France, America. The Chinese come, things begin to change. Not saying they're perfect, but. Something is being done for these countries. And what do we see going on in America right now? What's happening inside the U.S. now is biblical. It's a softening up of the nation before the real deal comes along. We've been experiencing large railroad chemical spills, railroad-trained railments happening all across America. It seems like nothing is going right. Things are just happening one after another after another. The pollution of the rivers, the pollution of the environment, people getting sick, people sickened, animals dying, birds dying because of all these chemical spills, massive tornadoes, destroying factories, places of business, Houses just come, and before you know it, a whole town, towns after towns, destroyed. One massive pile of rubble. Once productive towns, there were factories, businesses, manufacturing, and all of a sudden you have massive tornadoes. Why is that? Why? Because have forgotten God. I swear to you today, I swear before you, that if you forget God, I'm going to make you perish. I will destroy you. That's what's happening. That's why you have the chemical spills. That's why you have the massive tornadoes. That's why you have the food plants, food processing plants, and the factories are burning down, catching on fire. That's why you have the chicken farms burning. Why? God said, I swear to you, I'm going to destroy you and you are going to perish. The banks are failing. Silicon Valley Bank failed. Signature Bank failed. Republic Bank failed. People are running to the small banks and pulling their money out. Two hundred billion dollars Every day. And the one week is what? A trillion dollars are coming out of the banks. What are people doing with that money? They're buying things. And they're storing up. They're getting ready because they know something is happening. And if they keep, keep running and on the banks and pulling their monies out, the banks are going to fail. It's a given. Banks are supposed to have money in there. They're supposed to have the depositors' money, but if the bank has 200 million, like that uh, Silicon Valley Bank, they had over what two hundred billion dollars, and the people went into money and started pull, uh, into bank and started pulling their money out. And before you knew it, the bank didn't have enough money. Of course, they had loans out there; they loaned money, and they had things out there. You know, people borrowed money and all like that, but they didn't have enough. Money in the bank. The government has to be bailing out, bailing out. And a lot of people are taking their monies out of smaller banks and putting their money in the bigger banks. Big banks. So you're going to have a few big banks and a tremendous amount of small banks are going to fail. And of course, you know what happens when they say a bank is too big to fail. When they say it's too big to fail, fail it will. Why? The whole system is shaking. The entire dollar, U.S. dollar is shaking. Why? People don't want it. When people don't use it like they used to, it loses value. The entire financial system is crumbling. It is going to be worth 50 to 60% drop. It's going to lose that amount of value. One person already said it might be worth 40 cents when all is said and done. If it's worth half of what it was, 50 cents, it will be worth a lot. What does that mean? It means that prices are going to almost double. What used to cost a dollar going to cost two dollars inflation. And because God says, I swear, you forget me, I'm going to make you perish. I'm going to bring you down. God says it's going to be worth virtually nothing. Why? Because I'm going to destroy you. You turn against me. You're serving other gods. You're worshiping other gods. I'm going to utterly destroy you. Your money is shaking and it's going to be worthless. I've been talking this past week that the whole message. Is confusion. The whole message is chaos. They don't have anything else to say. They don't have anything else to give. Why? The delusion. God has sent them delusion. They can't think straight. I listen to these so-called intelligent people. When I hear them speak and I see what they're doing, I wonder. I really wonder. They have lost their sense of rationality. They have lost their sense of reason. The things you hear coming from their mouth, you wonder, can a grown person in that powerful position be saying something of that nature? I hear what's coming from the White House press uh, office, and I hear what they're saying, and you wonder, can they say, that doesn't. That's that's That doesn't sound right. They're deluded. How can you say things like that? They've gone mad. They're confused. And that's the message. We are a confused people. Why? God said, I swear to you, I testify against you this day, not for you and with you. I testify against you that I am going to destroy you. You're going to perish. And this is what God is doing. Please understand that bombs are going to fly next. So all of what you see going on here, the bombs are going to fly. The hot war is going to come. So we're seeing weather elements. We're seeing the money shaking. We're seeing all things happening here. Chaos coming on the streets. The masses of the people have not woken up yet. Because you see, if it's not on the mass media, if it's not on CNN and all the other big channels, they don't believe it. They don't see it. But a hot war is coming. A hot war has started. Over in Ukraine. Pretty soon it's going to be worldwide. The world is going to erupt in a war. And they need a war. Why? Because the things that are happening are going to happen. They need to blame it on the war. They want to be able to say that the dollar is coming down and all this happened because of the war. That's the plan. The plan is to have war, confusion, chaos. It's a design. Build it back better. How can you build something back unless you first tear it down? God says, I swear, I'm going to destroy you. You will go into perish. What do we ought to do? You ought to prepare yourselves as best you can. Understand one thing. I've studied survival. And I've fasted for three days. I've fasted for nine days already. In three days, when people become so hungry, they'll become animalistic. Three days. You can live on water for three days. You won't die as long as you have water. But when you don't have food for three days, people become animalistic. They'll go primal. They'll kill one another. They'll kill for food. They'll rob for food. They'll kill their babies and eat them. It's in the Bible, by the way. It's done before. What will you do when things really get rough? What will you do? Have you ever thought about that? Well, if you've never thought about it, you need to start thinking now. Why? Because it's coming. Oh, you're such a pessimist. No, not a pessimist. I'm telling you what the Bible says. That's why you need my new book shocking revelation of mystery babylon see what god says happens to nation that do what america did sign a bill that says marriage equality equate men and men and women and women get married with what holy matrimony which is a holy institution ordained of god by the way god said about marriage he said the marriage bed is not defiled there is no defilement in the marriage bed Husband and wife, pleasing in the eyes of the living God. Man and man, woman and woman, abomination before God. He is full of fury and wrath, is unnatural and totally against God. And that's Bible. It doesn't matter who don't like it, it does not matter. That's Bible. As long as I speak the Bible, God will back me up. You can't touch me. I tell you that right now. Understand that this is where we at. Time of hunger. Famine is coming. It's in the Bible. It's in that book. Show you the scripture. People will become animalistic. They'll go primal. They'll kill one another for food. They're going to kill their children, kill other people and eat them. They'll become cannibalistic. Second Kings, the 6th chapter and the 28th verse. It says, the king said unto her, to a woman, what ails you? She answered, this woman said unto me, give your son that we may eat him today. And we will eat my son tomorrow. You see, there was a time of famine in Samaria. And the people were deadly hungry. Verse 28, the king said to her, No, he said to her, what ails you? What's your problem? And she explained to him, give me your son. Let's eat your son today. Tomorrow we'll eat my son. Then they couldn't find her son because she hid her son. But what's the point here? The point is I'm telling you that they ate their babies, their children. They killed their children and ate them. What has happened before is going to happen again. Why? God says, I swear to you, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to make you perish. Why? You have worshipped other gods and you have forgotten me. I swear, this is what I'm going to do to you. Why? You have forgotten me. Given my worship, you have given my glory to another God. This is what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to make you perish. I was reading recently people who have money in the banks, and a certain amount of money, their banks are going to take that money because the banks are going to fail. fall a bail in. People with a million dollars, they say only $250,000 are insured. If you have a million dollars in the bank, the bank needs money, banks are in dire trouble. Oh, by the way, the banks have already made a rule, a regulation, unknown to most people. That once you put money in the bank, it doesn't belong to you anymore. It belongs to them. It becomes their money. You're just a depositor. If you think it's your money, no, it's their money. But they're going to do what is called a bail-in. Not a bailout. They're not gonna look for the government to give them money. They're gonna take their money. They got plenty of money in the bank. If the bank needs money and you have a million, they'll take two hundred and fifty or three hundred thousand. They might even take five hundred thousand because only two hundred and fifty thousand is insured. So all those people with a lot of money, huh? Oh, oh my god, you're in for trouble. A bail billion are being pulled out of the banking system across America daily. $1 trillion each week. The whole system is going to collapse under its own weight. The nations of the world are saying goodbye to the U.S. dollar. We don't want you anymore. It's rapidly becoming worthless. So why? A war is needed to cover up the worthlessness of the U.S. dollar. The dollar is dead. It's dying. Beginning to worth nothing. Why? Because there's nothing backing it up. It used to be backed up by gold. Now it has nothing backing it up. One guy I hear, he mentions it and he calls it toilet paper. Worthless paper. Because there's nothing backing it up. And again, as I told you before, the countries are trading, bartering dollar worth of commodities for dollar worth of technological goods. You give me a million dollars of this, I'll give you a million dollars of that. What is your price for this? I have corn, I have wheat. You have tractors. You have farm machinery. Give me a million dollars of this. I'll give you a million dollars of that. This is how the nations are trading right now as we speak. They're not using American dollars anymore. They hate and they see the American dollars as useless. They hate it. You're trading even in your own currencies. I told you before that even the very Kenyan dollar, Kenyan African country buying oil using their own Kenyan shillings. I said, Whoa. I saw that. Whoa. They didn't have to go buy Japanese or Chinese yuans. No, they use their own Kenyan shillings and they buy oil from Saudi Arabia. So what happens to all those excess dollars that people have in different countries? In in Kenya, they have hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. What's happening to them? They're going to bring it back to America. Why? To get rid of them. Send them back to America. Get their money out. Send them back. Take those money and buy something from America where they can get something of value: cars, trucks, tractors, whatever. Pay the money and that's it. We'll find somebody else to trade with later on. When it comes back to America, all those money, trillions of dollars will be stacked up in the American bank. Nobody, no huge supply, no demand. It'll be worthless paper. It will only be worth 40 cents on the dollar. Woe to the nation that forgets God. I swear to you. I'm going to destroy you I swear this is God's talking I'm going to destroy you but this is a deep spiritual battle there's no fear of God in America or in the world anymore most nations have no fear of God God says because you have no fear of me you have forgotten me I swear I'm going to destroy you are going to perish. Christians, what do we do? Keep your eyes on Jesus. Do so by the word of God. I teach you how to do it in Bible Code 7. America has already been taken down from within. Inside, take down. Waiting to be taken down. Destroyed from without. I show you in the... In my last book, Jeremiah 51, verse 53, it says, Though Babylon should mount up to the sky, though she should fortify the height of her strength, though she should add all manner of security, satellites and lasers and missiles and weapons of war, yet from me shall the destroyers come to her, said the Lord. God says, no matter what they do, satellites in the sky, lasers, military hardware, weaponry, software, cameras, all of what they do, I'm going to blind the cameras, blind the satellites. God says, from me, I'm going to send destroyers to destroy her. She should mount up to the sky. Satellites, that's satellites mounting up to the sky is what? Satellites. Space technology. In. That's what Satan said. I will rise above the cloud the heights of the clouds and become like the most high God. And this is where all the nations come. They have what? Satellites in the sky. They look down and they know what's going on. They can read a license plate. They can read a gravestone satellites on the sky on a clear day. Though she should fortify the height of her strength, the most sophisticated weapons yet from me shall destroyers come to her. The oh Lord, I'm going to send destroyers to destroy her. I swear to you, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to make you perish. Woe to the nation that forgets God. Hmm? If you forget the Lord, your God, and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you. I swear to you that today you shall be, you shall surely perish. You shall be utterly destroyed. The world hates and despises America. Did you know that's in the Bible? Yes, it is. It's in the Bible. Revelation 18. You see, you wouldn't know these things unless someone tells you these things. That's why you need my book, Shocking Revelation of Mystery Babylon. Revelation 18, verse 1, it says, After all this, I saw another angel come down from heaven and he had great authority and the earth grew bright with his splendor he gave a mighty shout and he said babylon is fallen that great city is fallen it has fallen she has become a home for demons she is a hideout for every foul spirit a hideout for every foul vulture. A vulture is like a demon spirit. Every foul and dreadful animal. These are all demons. Vulture spirit. Animal spirits. All different kind of spirits. Maybe you have a dream and you see dogs and vultures and all those kind of wicked things, serpents and things chasing you. These are all different types of spiritual entities. In the spirit realm. He goes on, he says, for all the nations have fallen because of the wine of her passionate immorality. You see that word? Immorality. What do you think God means by that? Yes, you got it right. Marriage Equality Act. The immorality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got it. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her because of her desires for extravagant luxury. The merchants of the world have grown rich. And I heard another voice calling from heaven, "Come away from her, my people. Do not part, do not take part in her sins, or you will be punished with her." God calls for separation. Come away from her, my people. Don't take part in her sins, or you'll be punished with her. For her sins are piled as high as heaven. Wow. Her sins have reached the heavens, the throne of God, the nostrils of God. The stench has reached the nostrils of God. And God remembers her evil deeds. The cup, is full, God is about to act. Do to her as she has done to others. In other words, payback, harmer. What she sows, she must reap. She destroyed others, she herself must be destroyed. She murdered, she will be murdered. She sown discord, discord will be sown in her. She has shed a lot of blood. Her blood will be shed. Double her penalty for all her evil deeds. She brewed a cup of terror for others. So brew twice as much for her. She glorified herself and lived in luxury. So match it now with torment and sorrow. Oh my God. Luxury is turned into torment. And sorrow. She boasted in her heart, I am queen on my throne. I am no helpless widow, and I have no reason to mourn. Therefore, these plagues will overtake her in a single day. One day death, mourning, famine. She will be completely consumed by fire. For the Lord God who judges her is mighty. End of the reading. Revelation eighteen one through eight. Go read it for yourself. I swear to you, I testify to you today I'm going to destroy you. You shall perish your forgotten God. That's where we are today. This is why things are going south. To wrap up tonight, not only is America going to go south, the goal of the globalists is the extin- extinction of the entire human race. They want to wipe out all people. They believe they are the super race, they only want to have their people on the face of the earth. They are saying that they want to reduce the Earth's population from 8 billion people to just about 500 million people, which means 7.5 billion people must die. Satan is about reducing the entire human race to nothing. So what ought you to do and what am I saying? My message to you is don't fear. Don't panic. You might be frustrated. might be angry. You might be upset. Desperate. But that's all right. There's a solution. There's an answer. Bible Code 7. I want you to get that book. Shocking Revelation of Mystery Babylon. Learn the strategy. A spiritual warfare, code seven, where the word of God is weaponized and you are taught and brought into the full understanding of deep spiritual warfare, how it works and what happens when you declare the word. It's there in the Bible. If you don't do your part, God cannot do his part. This is not a guns and bullets, sticks and stone stuff. This is warfare. His word, in your mouth. That's how warfare is done. And if you're not doing that, you're not doing it the Bible way, and if you don't do the Bible way, you cannot get Bible results. God cannot answer to anything, or he cannot perform anything except his everlasting word. So I beg of you today, trust in Jesus. Trust his word, declare his word. Use the strategy of Code 7 Warfare. Get that book's shocking revelation of Mystery Babylon. It has the strategy in there. Use it. Defend yourself, your family. Preserve yourself. Endure till Jesus returns. And when he returns, we'll be alive, remaining in him, and we will be called up to meet him in the air. He is coming back, coming quickly. May the Lord bless you tonight. May the Lord keep you. May he make his face to shine on you, be gracious to you. May the Lord God lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace, both now until he returns. Have yourself an awesome and amazing night with a capital A. God bless you. We'll catch you again next week.